0: Hello everyone and welcome to this another edition of the Dell and Keith Show. My name is as always is Derek Kiernahan and I'm joined by my good mate Keith Anderson. Keith, how are you doing today, buddy? I'm good my man, how are you? I'm alright, I'm alright. Just got this dodgy geezer sitting next to my right hand side though, and I don't really know don't really know what he's doing here. That's why
1: we've got the glass table, mate, so you can see where
0: he's on. <laughs> <my phone. laughs> as always. As always. So um, tonight we're joined by a special guest, um another good friend of ours, Paul Toner. Toner, how are you, buddy? I'm good. Good man, good well, thanks man. Thanks for having me along to, to have a chat. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Although we're unsure about your person that you picked tonight, mate. That's just <laughs> the. <laughs> Other than that, we won't we won't drop it as yet. But aye, let's get going. Before
1: we start anybody.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, so, Keith, what's our topic tonight, buddy?
1: What are we talking about? Tonight we're going to discuss our favourite Rangers players. Um, we didn't really set any rules. Normally we set like born in a lifetime or signed in a lifetime or some dodgy thing. We didn't really do that this time, didn't
0: no, we? I no. No, it was just a, whoever your favourite uh, is during your lifetime. First June your aye, Rangers c- all, Aye.
1: We've all picked guys that we've seen though no, right enough yeah. in some way or form. So I was just going to so basically I'll start talking about mine and we'll discuss that uh, and we'll move on to Tona and then onto yourself Dell. We'll just chat about them a wee bit. Yeah. See what we think. Yeah, and these Discussing are guys starts. Um the three guys that were
0: quite quite different, different mm-hmm. positions, so it should be should be an
2: interesting one to sort of get her teeth into there's so many good players though that's the thing that you try to narrow it down to who your favourite one is right? and you could probably do four or five of these shows oh, with different aye. going into different positions and stuff like that but I will We'll see how we go on with these
1: Aye, aye. No, it's a good shout And I mean, there was no No deliberate about it no, We just no. picked And they just so happened to be All very different players In different positions which is, a, which is good If we'd picked three goalies Or something like that It'd have been a bit shit so, aye. Um, aye It's good to mix it up a wee bit
0: Aye, definitely Definitely having a wee bit of Different Like like we said They're all different positions um, So it should be It should be a good chat So Will we crack on yours then, Keith? Aye, let's go for it Right, Keith, who's yours?
1: <clears throat> so Mine David Cooper that's it, simple. Yes. That's enough said, isn't it really? Um so David Cooper, just to give you some quick stats, um he started playing professional football in nineteen seventy four. Man, that's, that sounds a long time ago, doesn't it? Um signed for Clyde Bank first and then moved to Rangers in seventy seven. up was that his debut? <laughs> <laughs> not quite. Uh, not that, I'm not that old. No, no. <laughs> um so starts for Rangers four hundred and seventy two and he scored seventy nine goals. Is that so that's all right. Um, plenty of plenty of appearances for the for the jails over the years. Um, he managed to win in his time there. He won three titles, three Scottish Cups, and six League Cups. So that's not too bad. Yep. So in this, but do you not think it's surprising? Well, it's no surprising. But it, uh, like you see a pattern that all Rangers players just seem to have more League Cups than and
2: anything else. Uh, it was them. a big period. We just dominate that uh, competition from like the mid seventies or something through to. The- I think it was the the end of the. I think it was like the end of the seventies through to the ninety two World Cup final. Rangers right. hadn't won the Scottish Cup for that. Whole oh, time. I am. Um, Wasn't
0: uh, there was teams like there was Aberdeen and Dundee United that I, had a prominent spell then, and they won. I, they Celtic won a lot of have always Celtics, been strong in yeah. the Scottish,
2: Scottish Cup aye. as well. Yeah. When you look at some of the other players were coming on, to, you, as you say, they've they they're surprising. The League Cup seems to have been ours. Yeah. Aye, aye. aye. Um, right. you whereas too? the Scottish Cup is.
1: I think you're playing has got quite a shocking start In the right. Scottish Cup mm-hmm. um, Aye, so that's an interesting one um, Like you say, I think we just dominate And I think the Scottish Cup's The only, the only trophy we trail Celtic in isn't it? Yeah if one more of us um, But anyway So I David Cooper um, Like I said A lot of appearances Decent amount of goals as well For Rangers So wasn't he shy with a goal Some memorable goals I think he's got a couple um, If you were to pick your top 10 Or top 50 Or whatever You know, I think a couple of Cooper goals Would be better than a bits. One of my favorite all times was the free kick against Aberdeen. Yep. You know the old right in the top bin. <laughs> Jim
0: Leighton said he seen it. I seen it coming at the other end. Ah, ah, yeah, that's what
1: it it You what know, you talking about. You know, it was just a bullet. Um, for me, the reason I, I like him is like I just thought he was a naturally talented footballer, just supreme. You know, he just he was that bit of class. So good with the ball at his feet, he could do magical things. Great delivery, great great shooting. As we're saying, his left foot was was a total wand. Seen him score for Clyde Bank for a corner, as in he was taking a corner and curled it right in the yep. far top bin. I remember watching that as a wee boy and I was just totally mind blown, you know, it's it's crazy. Um so aye, terrific player. Famously obviously it was um you know Rudy said they would put him in his um best eleven players he's played against or whatever yep. it was, I can't remember the exact um you yeah. know, kinda of criteria, but it was in the best eleven.
2: He's probably one of these players that's that talented that he- probably didn't realise is I mean he a great player for us but could probably have went to Italy or England at that point where you're two a kind of big leagues Aye. and would have fitted in, would have yeah. look, looked not out of place. Oh, but no. he was famously didn't I travel sick. Yeah. Aye. He didn't like to go very far from Glasgow. No,
1: you know, no. Well he lived in Murray and um, a lot of time at, at Rangers, especially in the end of his career he would uh, he would only come up to Glasgow to train twice a week he would train the rest of the time he sailed because he was just going to be bothered coming up mm-hmm. hey, that's mental that but like you you see, this is a guy that could have played in Barcelona or AC Milan or whatever genuinely think he was that good aye. but he just was one of the guys that he just wasn't up for it he's probably
0: know. one of the most gifted footballers that Scotland has ever produced I mean, obviously there's Douglas the and stuff that like people would say but in terms of you know, natural what he's seen,
1: talent like, aye, he's,
2: he's got be he's right up there yeah. man he's got to be yeah. And I know we're talking about Rangers But he was a, a mainstay for Scotland Scored some big goals Scored the goal that took Was it the penalty that took us to the 86 World Cup And things like that Aye. And you know just One of these guys was that the night Jockstein died That was an eight Jockstein I, died Against yeah. Wales Yeah, yeah. Um, So you're looking at As you said I mean, There's goals amongst the go. That you're, you're talking about When you think of the best Rangers goals But they were always seem to be important goals And big goals and big games You know so
1: Aye. And
2: then wee bits of things like the the skill the, the goal that is it flex scores against Elvis Tampier and stuff like that in the UEFA Cup and he's just uh-huh. he the, into that now right, well. and then the one where Durant against Celtic where he does the kind of oh I we flick round the corner it's yep. just Hi. it's just as we said probably one of the most naturally skillful players that we've we've ever seen in a blue jersey yeah yep and then obviously like you said he was he was lucky enough to play in
1: some decent teams also in his time at Rangers. Unfortunately for him, he played in some dross in the in the eighties and all. Didn't he? Yeah. He was in some right shocking Rangers teams, but <coughs> then soon came in and he was there for, for a wee bit and yeah. managed to, managed to win a couple of titles.
2: Yeah, he was. He went on after Rangers to aye, Motherwell the and won the Scottish w- Cup. Yep, so I was at that game, I remember that. He's a total legend mm-hmm. there, like, yeah. isn't like, he? Yeah. He had after him. And he was only it? there for a
0: couple of seasons. Aye, they so do no. yeah. so the um, so Bank fans love him, because that's where I've seen him play. Aye. I never, I never, um don't think I've seen him ever playing for Rangers. I was very young, but I've seen him mostly playing for um, Clive, Clive Bank. Aye,
1: aye. Um,
0: I've seen him playing down there for his two seasons that saw that he was there. Um my dad's pal played for Clybank at the time, we used to get free tickets. So we right. used right. to go down, and it was a good opportunity to see David did, Cooper.
1: Did Jono stop you running the
0: park to see him or something? that? Right. Like mind you tell my story? Yeah, uh, it was year Partick Thistle, so it must have been '93 or '94. Partick Thistle got promoted, in the last game of the season, they played Clybank right. at Kilbowie, and Clybank won 6 1, with Thistle scoring first, <laughs> and Cooper was playing that day, and my everybody was running on the park, and I tried to jump on, and that big bastard Joe <laughs> wouldn't he wouldn't he let me run on the park. Right. Still
1: never forgiven for that. No, that's shocking. That I know. Chance to meet
2: David exactly. I remember sort of. seeing a a thing. I think it was Cooper's testimonial year or something like that, and he had a dinner, and he was presented with um this like come up and said here you go. There's a gift, and it was a right leg because <laughs> <laughs> he obviously never used I, that yeah, the, no, whole, I, the whole time he'd been <laughs> been at Eyebrook. So I, that
1: was I think he was known as like a bit you know he was a bit yeah kind of odd character, you know, and I think that, again, kind of makes him feel like me, kind of like an artist, I would say, you know, he's got that, he's a wee bit eccentric, a wee bit different, the fact that when he travel, and he was a bit moody at times meant to be, and... The Moody Blue. I, yeah, exactly, that was his nickname, wasn't it? So, there's all that as well, which, like I said, for me, just confirms that the guy was more of an artist than a
0: football player, you know, you get, they're, usually they're a bit different, are the mm-hmm. guys? Looking at his Scotland career, he only got, was it only 20-odd caps? Aye, uh, well, I think it was 22 and six goals. It's a good return international level for the six goals in that time, but, you know, it was over, a, he was a Scotland international for like 13-odd 13, 13 year. Aye. Should he, obviously, should have got more caps than that, you know, was it just a case of him not, excuse,
2: not liking to travel, was it, you know... I think you've got to look at it. I mean, Scotland had much more to pick from those days. I don't know who would he, he, he was direct. You're probably looking at somebody like John Robertson that was at uh, Nottingham Forest. Yeah. European Cup winner. Playing on the left side of midfield was probably somebody that might have kept him out of the the team yeah, at, at times. Mm-hmm. But I think... I think we said we were, when we were talking earlier there's some of these stats that you look at and there was less international games then Aye. so wasn't it wasn't like you were turning up for a friendly with Lithuania every six months you know yeah. so um, these guys to get 20-25 caps is probably a bit par Aye
1: but well, you, you say that right but um, like Dale says he was active for over a decade and in that spell you're going to have you know, a couple of World Cups, a couple of Euros. Plenty of time to get more than twenty-two caps. In Scotland, weren't they bad for qualifying back then? Do you know? Back
2: what I mean? when we qualified for five consecutive World Cups back uh, in the seventies, eighties, and nineties. So Do you know what I mean? So it
1: it was a bit. Um, he retired in nineteen ninety. So that's Italian nineties within reach. And like you say, you go back, say twelve year worth of stuff. He could have he could have been in quite a few. But again, Scotland did have some talent, I suppose, in, in the seventies and stuff like that. There was when they like I said so they're qualifying for events the so they're obviously decent but I think he was good enough to, to get more than 22 but we don't know all, this, all the circumstances like Del Says maybe he turned them down because he thought I can't be asked to Mexico potentially too far away
2: yeah, he was one of these guys that, as you said, was well said he's very set in his ways and
1: mm-hmm.
2: you look at people like modern day examples of Dennis Bergkamp you wonder you look at the amount of caps he won for Holland and you'd think it was over 100 and it's actually in the mid 70s mm-hmm. which is still great but you think a guy that was at the top of his game for that was one, one of the best yeah. strikers in Europe for the whole of his career, pretty much aye, aye. should have won, you would have thought, more to Caps for Holland. But then again, he wasn't the one He to get
1: really travel, did he?
2: he? was coming to get trains and yep. planes, trains, and automobiles, you but aye, no planes. Much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> aye, so it's. Aye. Common thing, Yeah. Aye. So, yeah, David but, Cooper, my Co- favorite. Love to watch him. Always remember when I was wee, I had the the videotape of the of him playing and it was like it's kind of magic, you know, the Queen song. Yeah. And I'm just scanning people to that song man. I just anytime I hear that song, it's make a David Cooper.
0: One of the games that always when you were looking back at the videos they played Rangers played them was it a Maltese team like fit or something. Later, And um Kieran and particularly Ibrox, I think it was it was it was like 8 nothing or something like yeah. an aggregate and Wood's missed a penalty We spoke about this mm-hmm. before Wood's missed a penalty In that game But Cooper was just The ball was like Glow at his feet yep. That night He um, was just Amazing And it was just <clears throat> Obviously such a shame About what happened to him When he um, Unfortunately passed away Aye, at days. Days, no. aye Very very young And oh, it was just
2: a that's me next year. He was... When
1: you think of it that way. Aye, no, it's crazy. Man. He, he,
0: was, time of life, he, was, he was still playing for Clyde Bank at that time as well. Or was he just retired? I think he was coaching. I think he, he just
2: retired. He, he he was doing... He was yeah. filming a, a series for Scotland... Uh, Scottish television. With Tommy Craig and with T- Charlie. Tom, Tommy McCliss- Craig, Charlie and Eccliss, and it was taking wins. And they thought that... They thought he was taking the pass. They thought he was putting yeah, on. A but, aye, they thought he was putting it on. And then they realised, unfortunately, that he was... Actually, having a some kind of seizure, mm-hmm. but I, I think it's no age. Yeah. to, have, but then you look at, just need to look back on the good things that he did. Yeah. I mean, uh, we've talked about big goals and all that, but the one that everybody probably thinks about, or a lot of people think about, is that driver a cup goal, which aye, is on right. the kind of grainy. Actually, the equivalent of somebody's video camera in it behind the goal. <laughs> yeah, um, but you just look and he's th- as you say balls club. Tell me, he's. he's Flicking it over guys' heads, he's and then he finishes it, and it's because it wasn't alive in the telly, which you think now. Games, it was like a, a cup final, wasn't alive in the telly. Aye. You know, it's aye, it's crazy. It's crazy. <clears> there's <throat> probably more goals and more things that he's done that we aren't aware of because just the coverage wasn't as yeah, is aye, as widespread. Yeah, you look at somebody like Glenn Middleton is going to have. More video footage of his uh, Rangers career probably now than, than Cooper does. In, yeah. Um, as we said, was it 13 years he played for
1: Rangers? Uh, it's just a sign of the Mental. time, sir. That is. Brilliant. And when you talk about his time there, in August <coughs> 1988, it was testimonial against Bordeaux. Um, 43,000 people showed up to Ibrox to watch his testimonial against Bordeaux. That's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. Rangers won 3-2. Butcher, Drinkel and McCoy with the goals. I, rem- care. I
0: remember... <laughs> um, <laughs> As well, when he passed away, me and we we were we were young, and me and Gary went over to, um, went over the Eyebrooks with a wee plaque and stuff like that that oh, we made, man. and that was just this the scars and the I wasn't just Rangers scars, you know. Oh, there was of his even you know Celtic stuff there oh, and stuff like that. So, they appreciate how good a talent that he was, and just how much a shame it was
2: that oh, I remember, man. I remember that day as well, but that's because. That, Playtime that day Some lassie booted me Square in the nuts oh. And I was at home Nursing my My mm. chuckies That Aye. night Going yeah, Down Davy Cooper's Away as well You know It's like Aye, Aye. Oh,
0: But what a What a fantastic Fantastic yeah. player he was Yeah, yeah. yeah. Un- Unreal Unreal Right So now <laughs> we're going to Go to, going to Go on
2: to Toners So Paul Who have you picked mate? I have picked Rather, apparently, controversially, <laughs> um, Ali McCoist, um, which to me, to me, growing up when I was, I started watching Rangers when I was about eight, and that was eighty eight, eighty nine kind of season. Mm. Ali McCoist at that stage is Royal the Rovers. He's he's like, right. he's your main number nine. He's scoring goals every every time you see him, pretty much. Um, scoring big goals. Scoring big goals. I mean. Um, you know what? A, what a player! You know, if you look at his his honours for the club, ten league championships, uh one Scottish Cup. As we said, Aye. that's 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 a bit of a shocking statistic. But um, then, uh, something like nine league cup, nine league cups, nine league cups. So as, as we said, that that league cup was kind of our possession at that time. Um, but just you know, as I said, Roy the Rovers. It's just he, he knew. You almost knew going to watch Rangers Or watching them on the telly That McCoyst was going to score and you, you you know I think The evidence of people putting bets on him Every week and all that To be the first goal scorer Stuff like that His odds must have been terrible It must have been But then you make money off it People used to do it with Boyd And Henrik Larson apparently uh, Yeah You would put both of them on uh, a, Most weeks Most you I mean, would so. get something yeah. back But mm-hmm. but McCoyst Just Big goals I, I, he, he signed for Rangers in 82-83 for 185,000 Which When you look He was there Till 1998 For 15 15 seasons Of being Pretty much at the top Of his game For a lot of that Yeah All right. Um, He won the He won the league In the 86, 87 That's the first Soonest The first time he won the league Was the soonest First season um, And then He's one of the only Three, three players To have the The full nine in a nine. row Which Do you know who the other two are? Ferguson and Goff. Ferguson Goff. Okay. So, I mean, so across that, one hundred and uh, sorry, five hundred and eighty-one games in all competitions across that's that time, scoring three hundred and fifty-five goals. I and mean, when you consider, he broke his leg playing for Scotland and was out for pretty much a full year. I do yep. imagine how much he would have
1: done.
2: You know, there's the the time when he broke his leg. It was when he was it. Two seasons back to back where he won the European Golden Boot. Yeah. Yeah. Um he scored thirty-four league goals in both those seasons and then this in the second one of those seasons was the season he broke his leg and he didn't play from I think it was April. I
1: think he missed the last eight games. I missed, the last, he? Aye, well, he well, missed a
2: big chunk, which he could have you know, he could really have added to those goals. Um Yeah, it's just I mean as I said, growing up, you can idolise them. You, you think it, For me when I was thinking about it, I was saying like so. As a player, as my favourite player, who would I have when I was running about with a, a, a Rangers top, an Admiral Rangers top on <laughs> um who would I have been in my head commentating saying, you know. Uh, um, that's and that's McCoyst. Invariably And You look at his his strike partnerships over the years, he had Robert Fleck, he had Kevin Drinkle, he had Mark Catley, Mo Johnston, um and then he stuck up Actually, quite a lucrative partnership with Loudrop when Loudrop playing that off yeah, position yeah, and Gasco- you know, Gascoigne as well, supplying him. Um, when we, we invariably really just played one striker under Smith towards the end, oh. yeah. Um, and then you look at his last season for us, um, Negri gets injured, and for whatever reason, he's <laughs> injured. We don't know, <laughs> <laughs> Sergio Perini banjoed him. Um, <laughs> And McCoy comes back in, in the second half of that season. McCoy comes back in and basically keeps his in the title race. He scores the winning goal at Parkhead, or scores the first goal at Parkhead, um, in the semi-final to oh, get yeah. us to the Scottish Cup final. We initially don't win, but yeah, that was his last of twenty-seven goals against Celtic. Yeah, which there's only one other player. I think I've got it here. Is R. C. Hamilton. That tells you how long ago it was because you don't even have his real name. It's RC. You I know? RC himself, I right? yeah. doing the damage. I don't want RCs. Um... No, we certainly don't. <laughs> <laughs> but he scored 35 and but that was at the turn of the century so when people were probably scoring yeah. um, 12-0 and stuff like Aye. that. Aye. So, I think just for me I know you guys have, are gonna say about the manager. Well one aspect not, of him no. or I usually do, but aye, we're not going to, we're talking about McCoyst the player. Here. Aye.
1: I think we draw a line under his playing career and, and nothing else. Yeah. There's other stuff as well the controversies come in. Um aye we'll just talk about McCoyst the football player. The probably. thing about
0: McCoyst was as well was that like you mentioned the strike partners he had, but also during that time he was he had to fight a lot to get his place back because at times like Soonus was preferring Johnston and Haley. Yep. Um, at times you know he was. He also had to fight with jury as well when when it was sort of given, and he had to fight for his place quite a lot as well because he was coming either coming back for injury or aye. Aye, you aye. know they wanted well,
2: something different. Aye, so you get that the the judge nickname because he was always on the bench. Yeah. Right? Um, and that was that season where Hately comes in, and obviously, soonest wants to play with target man and a and a wee man, mm-hmm. and he decided he wanted to go Haitley and Johnson most weeks. Yeah, McCoyce would still come on. I think he's. Something like I don't have the stat in front of me But I think he scores something like 15 goals that season Coming off the bench mainly aye, aye. Which when you look at it In the like, course of the league season God would, You know Would we like How would we like somebody Coming off the bench And scoring 15 goals Aye Bagging 15 at, goals At, at present Aye I kind of hoping to be Defoe
1: <laughs> <any of> for that <laughs> Exactly
2: And when you look at Defoe He's a tif- typical Penalty box striker Which was what McCoy's was McCoy's worked his Best work between the, the kind of Lines of the 18 yard box So. Like,
1: Similarly to Defoe, to an extent anyway, McCoyce would score all kinds of goals, do like, he no, he'd yeah. batter on for 20 yards, he would score a lot of headers for a wee guy, and you know, he wasn't just a six-yard tap-in yeah. kind of guy, and you know? and that's
2: the kind of reputation he's got now, as uh, that that's all he did, was was tap in for the six-yard box, but I think a lot of players, you hear ex-players talking about McCoyce, they say he was he was a winner, and mm-hmm. you know, he, he went out on that park, and would bully defenders and, and, and all that. he would obviously be the, the at the end of the game you you think of McCoist with smiling and you know um, eventually now being the T V personality and, and all that kind of stuff. He had that but he had definitely a steal. He definitely yeah. had a a will to
0: win. I mean just thinking of like like you were mentioning there, Keith the goals he scored two goals that sort of came to mind was his goal he scored against Switzerland for Scotland at the Euros mm-hmm. and then the the diamond he against Leeds. Aye, as well the Hatley ball in and stuff like that. That was a terrific goal. They they two goals just sort of kept in my head there. Like the overhead kick he scored against Hibs in the cup That's final. The
2: the Hibs goal in the League Cup final. You you got to remember that was him just coming back after being out for so long with a broken leg. Yeah, he had to get half an hour against Aye, somebody, still was and fat, that one you know. He yeah. comes off the bench and scores an overhead kick. <laughs> I've said it three times. Destroy really the Rovers. Aye, he comes off the bench, Just an overhead kick, wins a cup. Aye, and then he's too too unfit to run back I think, too, for for centre. You know, he's <laughs> you to look at his, his big goals against Celtic, and you know that goal I get. We mentioned earlier his last goal against Celtic was the that cup semi final, and, and you, and you can just see aye, nah. the emotion that it meant. It, it meant so much to him. I mean, it, we were his club. I mean, he started off at St Johnston, went to Sunderland, and then. Come back up the road to play for Rangers when he, he was only twenty when he signed for Rangers and stayed there till he was thirty five, just about. Yeah. So um just just a, an all round just as a striker, you think you know, you'd love to have some what would somebody like McCoy be worth in today's transfer that's market? Right, you know, it's student. just like you wouldn't
1: and, and you the, couldn't put a
2: price on it, probably. Uh, I think the thing you mentioned there, there's something we
1: spoke about when we done our I think it was when we done our best eleven deal, we were talking about the fact that He's underrated, which is crazy. You know, yeah. people look back at Haitley and they think, "I was a big man at one headers. He did them down, and the wee man tapped him in for six yards. Both players are actually, when people look back, commonly underrated. Which yeah. It's frightening because they're still classed as the best two forwards we've ever had. but yeah. Just I, well,
2: underrated. they all talk about him and Haley's like I think they're in the greatest eleven and all that. But as a partnership, you've got ah, to, yeah. you take them as that partnership. But that was only for three seasons three seasons maybe that they were working as a pair because of McCoyst then got injured and wasn't was in and out the team. Yeah. You've got Hatley playing the ninety three, ninety four season basically himself. Yeah, Aye, that's right. And then Loudrup comes in and they have you know, Loudrup off Loudrup plays off Hatley. Mm-hmm. But I did mark you know, you could have had Mark Hatley in this discussion as well, but just McCoist was just you talk about Scotland as well, that goal against Switzerland. I mean we said, what was it, sixty-one caps or something like that, and nineteen goals. 19 goals. That's across he went to he went to the nineteen ninety World Cup and ended up not getting on. He told us he tells a story and I think it's his um one of his his, his videos, as it was, back in the day, oh, right. where he's sitting uh he's sitting at the team meeting and the uh Andy Roxburgh was it, manager at the time, and he goes, Up front it's Moan Nally. And he thinks it's Nally, he said, but it's Alan McInally he's oh, talking yeah. about. So he's devastated. He goes, oh, and he's on the phone to his mum. He's like, oh, mum, I can't believe he's not picked me, and he's, he's and he's actually rooming well in McAnally, So McAnally comes up, McCoy's sitting doing a crossword or something like that, just in the huff, and MacInally bashes the door open and goes, oh, get that light off. somebody's of got a game in the morning, <laughs> right? But comes to the next game, which is the Sweden game. Um, someday we might talk about later as well. I I have an important goal in that game. Um, and mcanally has been dropped. It's Robert Fleck that's playing. <laughs> So he's in the room This time on the phone To his mum crying And McCoy walks in With two crosswords And goes Here you can help me The night <laughs> so, so I mean you, you, but that, the, the point about that Is the back of that season He's just come off Of being That was the first season With Johnston and McCoy Playing at Rangers mm-hmm. And they had Taken all in front of them As a partnership Yeah Then they go to Scotland And he doesn't get picked So 61 caps We were saying For 15 years At the top Of his game for Rangers Is that is that about right For Caps Again probably played Most games But It's,
0: it's like you said as well You know During that stage <laughs> He didn't have then did have games Every three or four months During the season You know so it's all qualifiers And, and it And they were at set periods You know they were like Maybe Maybe get two or three Internationals a year At that point So I guess If you look at it that way Then it might be And obviously he was out For a year When he broke his yeah. When he broke his leg as well But the other thing is you You,
1: you touch on Again he's on the bench A lot though like mm. it, it might it might seem a fair amount of caps, but how many of them are believe? substitutes? Ah, exactly. Was right? he yeah. still underutilised? And I think there's a good case to say he, he was. Was there a better Scottish centre forward?
2: I mean, the qualifying campaign to get to World Cup ninety, which is part of the reason where Johnston-McCoy struck up this partnership and it ended up with him coming to Rangers. He was vital. They two were the the front pairing and scored. I think, scored cracking goals against. I think he scored against France. McCoy scored against Norway to kind of the, the night that we qualified and all that kind of stuff right. so I mean again when you look to 96 we're talking about that goal against Switzerland Right. what you know somebody said you know should he have taken the penalty against England rather than McAllister right. yeah and all that kind of stuff and how could how would that have changed um, the outcome there I guess st- just for me for as I said growing up Ali McCoy was my hero and Recently, he's, he's doing his best to try and worm his way out of that. Aye, no, I think f- he's doing that with f- a lot of Rangers fans. F- a lot of people, probably in the same boat as me, when you look back to your formative years as a Rangers fan, it was Ali No,
1: I think you're right, it definitely was. He was the Royal Rovers. He was scoring like, daydream goals in and, and cup finals. He was who we all wanted to be when you grow up. And when you, like you say, you're playing at the back or in the park or whatever and you're doing crazy stuff and trying to replicate all right. that, you're imagining winning the Scottish Cup by an overhead kick in a final, or beating Celtic, or right. whatever to you know take every scenario you can possibly dream up. Yep. He, he probably lived it for Rangers, so there's absolutely no doubt. As a
2: player, he's right up there and deservedly so. And again, you're talking about Cooper goes on to Motherwell, McCoy goes on to Kamara, isn't as successful, but they still talk about him and Duran down there yep. when they came at the end of their career as really good players for them. So yeah, he's can... still a, a class act. When well, I'm quite happy, you mentioned Kelly there because his
0: last. Ever professional game was commanding versus Rangers at Ibrooks and I was at the game. And Bobby Williamson McCoy's was on the bench, mm. and Bobby Williamson, manager, and they were getting scalped, I think it was like five or six nothing. Five, five sort of, and, and everybody was shouting. Everybody was like, "Get McQuayes on! Get, get McCoystone on!" And they still had subs spare, but Bobby Williamson refused to put him on. <laughs> so everybody was like, "You know, that felt like why? Aye, come guy. on, game, give him, game! Give him <clears> last five minutes against." You know, against Aye, Rangers I
2: Ibrox, I, I, I Brookes, but But his last goal professionally was against Celtic. Yes, <laughs> for Marlock. Yeah. So uh, just right just to the end, just making sure just he, he stuck it right up them. <laughs> yeah. Um but i don't know, just as I said, one of these guys that he just idolised grown up. Yeah. Um talk about people now they've got for the worst in a long time we've got a number nine, although he was twenty, in Morelos that people can actually Revere, yeah, there's no John Daly, let's be honest. Guy, uh, but I mean, that's you know, somebody like that just to, to be able to be that hero for the fans. It's just I mean, as we were saying off air earlier, you know, since McCoyst, can you actually say who who's filled his boots since and you, you're struggling? Yeah, yep,
1: definitely,
0: right? He definitely deserves his place, and you know, the in my opinion, in the greatest team as a player, you know, the goals he scored. The amount of goals he scored, the importance of them as well. as, you know, he speaks volumes. Um for him and he rightly deserves his deserves his place in in my opinion. So even though we were ripping you for it, it's a it's a good choice, buddy. <laughs> no, it's, it's a good choice. As I
2: said myself, I said that he's trying his best to kinda of worm his way out of our affections these days how Aye. he is now. Aye. But Aye. as a as a player you just kinda question him, I don't think. Yeah.
1: No, I think that's a fair shout. I don't I don't really think there is anybody who can as a player. People have their opinions on them, and I think for the most part, to be honest, most Rangers fans probably still have a lot of time for them. You know, and you get some that are just well, won't hear a bad word about them. Mind we were on a, a night out and there was a Q and A with the Rangers fans, and Joe asked the with the anchor of McCoy's kind of question. It
2: and almost that, split the room. Didn't I, it? Well, so... I,
1: I think there was there was more like booze and abuse than there was anybody. Like. backing him up, you know, he, got all, he, he took his thinking for asking the question even, never mind, didn't even give his opinion, he just asked the, we'll question, just ask the question to a panel, what do you think?
2: Yeah. And it's, even asking the
1: question got him abuse. So. The thing
2: is, it's a bit like when John Gregg became the manager back in the day, uh, obviously we none of us were about, but Gregg was such a revered player, uh-huh. and then he came in as a manager and didn't, he didn't do too badly, but he was never going to make it as a, I don't think he was ever going to make it as a... A top manager level. to the Aye. same level as he was as a player. Yeah, yeah. But then, you know, comparably, you look at McCoy coming in when he did and what happened. Circumstances don't help him, but he also doesn't help himself. Yeah.
1: Aye, and I think that's the thing is that it's that he doesn't help himself. Circumstances help his legacy in a sense that he stuck with us, and Aye. you know, was he the only one that had any kind of ability to keep the club together in any way, shape, or form? And th- the fact that we're still here today. How much credit does he deserve for that? And see if he just acted sensibly and honourably. I think he's, he stopped with it. just went yep. through the roof. But like you say, it's the stupid wee bits and bobs, you know, and you're, you then start to question, well, was he just one of them and it's dumb luck we're still here or it's other people or what? And it makes you, I think, that he, like you say, does he sell me a favour? So he had a good opportunity to make his legacy oh even right. stronger and I think he pissed it against the wall. It's,
2: sorry, Theo, I know you're going to do No, no, on, no, no, not at all. Um, rush, Take your time. No, 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 no. The thing about the McCoy's situation when he was the manager and, and all that, we know we know snippets, we will never know the full no, story, no, I, right. story. Behind the scenes, we don't know what he was doing him, Sandy Jarden, and, and that, but rumour is that they were the ones that made sure we didn't get titles stripped off us and, and whatnot. So, <coughs> aye, aye,
1: aye.
2: Um, he probably does, there's probably stuff that will come out in the future, probably, and that we don't know at this minute. that Will maybe cement his legacy, but this, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You know. But you see, all you can do is make the call on what you do know, what you have heard, what you do see. Exactly. So aye. Aye, we we can't we can't just assume all the time. But you're right. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm I would be, you know, more chance than not there'll be positives will come out of his time there. I'm sure, but. Aye. see,
0: aye. see, like, see, like the argument you were saying there about you know, like the, you say to John Gregg who's a club legend and him on your man the club that he was a legend that. There isn't really a lot of people out there who have done. Both, who's a legend for a club and also a legend managing the club. The only person I can think of the top of my head is Pep. So Other than that, it's, the, ex- course, it's yeah. the
2: exception. It's the uh, there's not there's, than... there's not a lot of them. Is there, no, no,
1: I about? think I think more often than not, like the the top, like you know, like like you say the the John Greggs, the greatest ever Ranger, Pep. You know, he was the Barcelona legend as a player, probably certainly in modern times anyway. Um, you know when he took over and uh, you know that kind of stuff. So. Those guys, they, they, more often than not, they don't seem to work.
0: Aye. There's like, like you said, there's, no, there's only a few that I can think of that's an exception, I, and that would be like Pep and maybe Zidane. There we'll probably is more out there, but that's only two that I can sort of think one of right these, off the top of my head. Uh,
2: sorry, Dylan, I'm talking over you. But, um, um, there's one you go. It's one of these anomalies, really, isn't it? That, mm-hmm. that great players just a lot of the time don't make great managers. Yeah. Um,
1: it's a totally different skill set. Aye. It's a totally different mindset.
2: Um, a lot of players only get into coaching because they can't. Envisage okay. a life away from the game. Aye, aye. And that's no, you know, they've no real desire to be a coach. They're just kind of getting in there to keep their hand in, almost.
1: Well, that's it. And I think, actually, you touched on an interesting point. You say that they get in to be a coach. But again, there's a difference between a coach and a manager. Yeah. And some guys get a manager's job based on their name. I mean, we don't really need to look too far before finding somebody that get a manager's job based on his name, let's yeah. be honest. Um. And that is totally different. You could be a great player and be a good coach because you know the technique, you know the stuff. But does it doesn't mean you've got the you're right mentality for? Can do you have the the courage to say to somebody, you know, get a game a day, mate, and break his heart like you're saying, people sitting in their sitting phone and the mum greeting. Oh my god, mm-hmm. you mate. Like I I remember making that phone call. I don't want to be that guy, right? So it sometimes it, it, you need to be that wee bit different. I
0: think, I think wait, With with example as well. He's a, you know he was obviously assistant manager at Smith, so he was used to being all these guys pals pretty Aye. much and then the next you know like a week later you know he was he was the one between the manager and the players he was always the one that they could go to and put a he could put a shoulder you really know, always missed and now he's having to be the hard ass almost in it so it was a very it must have been a tricky point for him as well because it's his first his first ever job huge job taken over from Walter smith after smith's successful Yep. successful stint as well so it must have been very daunting for him and stuff and I don't think he, he helped sell selling a lot of things like he tried to copy Smith, like he tried to set up, set up the director's box um, he wore and the, stuff he
2: like
0: wore that. the waistcoat and all that he, he, he done, he done he sort like, of
2: stuff like that whereas he would have been quite happy to just I know that we have this thing as Rangers fans they should be wearing a suit they should be wearing a suit but when McCoyst was coaching or doing whatever he, he seemed to be more comfortable in a, tra- a track tracksuit and he was more of a tracksuit manager, let's like in theory. And, and as you say, he was doing it to try and copy Smith and try I think, and, in, I think in yeah, in theory he was a tracksuit manager, However, when you're managing a club like,
0: like yours, he should be wearing he should be on the tin float, he should be wearing the suit, I think in my opinion.
1: Um but he was like mirroring Smith, I think, too much during that time. He should have maybe like Aye. he was playing like Smith did against Feder Bremen and Fiorentina he was playing that against Elgin. Do you know what I mean? Like play the game, mate, you know. Aye. Four five one at home to Elgin, what's happening here?
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. You see McCoy st- took charge of the Cup games that year, the the year we went to Manchester. <laughs> yeah. And you can Point to the fact that we had replays to play that ended up with that situation where we had what was it nine games or something in May? Aye. In four days. In four, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with well, that was down to the fact that we had three midweeks that we had, we could have played some of the games, in but yeah. we, we had to play cup replays. So, I uh, yeah, McCoy's the player, I a am. legend. McCoy's the manager, maybe not so much. Yeah. McCoy's the pundit. Let's, let's just move on.
1: Well, I think we proved that we're free tools anyway, because we said it at the start it's all about McCoy's the player. Um, yeah, we no, spent spent I think it was five. I think as a what manager I went back and caned
2: there. <laughs> I suppose Brilliant. do we have to. Can in have a discussion about some like McCoy's about mentioning both sides of the coin? Yeah, yeah, I guess so.
1: I think what we did do was give a fair reflection of the player before we started morning. So uh, yeah. I think we should... We just let, let's just take that as a positive. He's ourselves a pat in the back yeah. <laughs> there. Yeah, we didn't interrupt too <laughs> right but he's a shite man. <laughs> <laughs> so close, sitting in my hands at one point. Like, come on. to be fair, Dylan? I think that's the quietest you've ever been on it any was. pod. When you're like... McCoy's <laughs> so new, was an alright player he
0: was fantastic <laughs> so <laughs> now can I talk about the man that I love go for it <laughs> um, so my, my my favourite player is um, Stuart McCall Stuart McCall the midfielder the man who played with he could have played with stud marks on his arse because he was slide tackling all the time um, so I'll run a wee bit about McCall McCall was born in Leeds of all places Leeds England um, don't know if I like this. Though he started his youth career with Farsley Celtic. No, no. Oh, I know.
1: What does that strip oh, well, look like?
0: Green, white <laughs> hoops. <laughs> yep, and then um signed for Bradford. Played for Bradford twice. Signed for them. Um, played for them for six years. Um, roughly about 240 games, thirty-seven goals. Played for, played for Bradford during the, uh, the fire at Bradford. Right. Played during that game, and he's um. One of the interesting things about it as well, his dad was there and his dad got injured. During that, his dad ended up in the hospital with oh. burn marks on him as well. Um, during that time as well, McCall, and it was a, um, John Henry, you know, the Scottish striker, Lee Henry's uncle. Lee oh, Henry yeah, played yeah, for his, yeah. Um, they two were the sort of two sort of Scottish, you would say McCall Scottish because his dad was Scottish. Oh, during about that time, they two went to the hospital We still a full gear on. You checking everybody and stuff like that, so they were a massive party, and it was a massive part of McCall's life when he was down there because obviously it affected him, it affected his family. Um things like that as well. So after um playing for Bradford for a few years, doing very well, we signed for Everton um for eight hundred and fifty grand, played 103 games for them, also played and scored in the FA Cup final Against Liverpool? Came, yep, but they obviously get beat that day as well. Um during that time as well, he was—he's one of the first players that's been. He got selected to play for both England and Scotland on the same day, um, under twenty ones, and he went to play for England. He was on the bench, was just about to come on. Final whistle went, so he never actually get selected for England. So he ended up changing alliances and going to Scotland. Um, after that, he signed for signed for Rangers in the summer of ninety one, and
2: um, for one point two million after three in a row. That's important though. That that. Thing, um, of him not Playing for England Because he does then Obviously get capped For Scotland And one of the reasons He comes in in that summer Is because that's when The three foreigner rule yep. Comes in in Europe The eight diddy's rule The eight So But Without that He wouldn't have got I mean, Probably wouldn't have signed For Rangers I think Yeah, there's
1: another Important Rangers player Who had the exact same Point in their career Remember when we done The one eleven Somebody got picked For England And then they get On Who was it Was it We Spoke of it I don't think it was
0: I don't think it was. It wasn't was McCall. It a McCall was it in? Gorham. Gorham, was he. Well, he was eligible to play for England, wasn't he? Aye, but was he not close to getting picked or
1: something like that? Was there not something about. I don't know. I can't remember. We might have been close to it. It was something I remember because we, we had this exact discussion that if we had been capped, if we had been picked, then it, we wouldn't have been able to get him to we're the we
0: But we know he not, we're we're not we're not talking. was definitely English. Was it not Was us oh, oh, talking about Woods and um, saying that if, if. You know, or else we were talking about Gorham, saying that if we didn't. if If that rule didn't come into place. Woods would have probably stayed at Rangers and we wouldn't have got Gorham. I don't know. Wasn't was not know that conversation. It That's was definitely true. about eight the, the, daddies, I remember that. Somebody did it at Gorham. Mm-hmm. Aye. Anyway, we'll Sorry, I've I've uh, no, no, no. Pulled you off your thread there. But so um, during his time at Rangers he won six leagues, six leagues, three Scottish Cups and two League Cups.
1: So he's one of the only ones that has won mere Scottish Cups and League Cups. Aye. Mm-hmm.
0: Um
2: How did that happen? Aye. Considering McCoy was And won nine league cups, McCoy was always injured. It seemed. Like, <laughs> see the the Loudrup Cup final, for example, McCoy had played and uh, scored the win on the semi final and all that. See that's se- sorry. Back to talking about Ali, um, <laughs> he scored the win on the the semi final, the Scottish Cup that year against Celtic, but then was injured for the final. Yeah. And Jury plays, Jury plays and scores a hat trick. And Aye. Like, Aye. Nobody remembers because Jury was a cunt. Aye. See, um, the, see can... the see the the leg break season as well. We won the league cup that year as well. And uh-huh. McCoy's never played
1: sorry. as well. So my question was more. Why has he got so few League Cups rather than... Oh, the, the other way around. Rather than caring about McCoy's the game. Aye. I you know
2: Turner's obsessed with him, but having more <laughs> coming to the McCall angle, that's Aye, he's, only he's, only got, one. he's not got that many Aye. League Cups. Aye, he's only won two. Aye. And he's three Scottish Cups. Possibly around about that time when we're playing 92-93, we, we do win it because he's... Does he score in, he scores in the final? Sorry, yeah. mate, I'm jumping ahead again. But he did. But we maybe are concentrating on Europe at the same time as... Aye, when that was these a, games that was, a, that was just that was when, when the pass back was introduced, it, the ball came back to me. No, he didn't. just chested it, right it <laughs> to McCall. Snell does shatter, and it's the least surprising headline. Yep, ever. Exactly, <laughs> he's done that on a few occasions.
0: Like <laughs> <laughs> right, one of the things that also that I, when I was younger, I liked McCall was as well. You always he was always digging in there, digging about kind of ball. But one of the things that amazed me as well is he wore every number one season except for number one. Is that <laughs> right? Aye, because, do you know how then they were just having, you know, 1-11 Aye, you, you know, seasons with Craig Moore were number nine and stuff that I remember back in the day. McCall was the same, you know, as long as you, done, you know, a shirt in the back of you aye, your Aye, Aye. so, when, when McCall left Rangers, the left Rangers just when the up sort of, when Advocat came over, when all the players sort of left after the, the, the failed 10-in-a-row season, he still had a year left in his contract, however, they agreed to let him go and he went back to Bradford. Had a really successful time back there again where he, they won, they got promoted to the Premier League.
2: He fell like the they famous,
0: The famous celebration when <laughs> steaming. <laughs> bouncing off the motor still holding his beer. You know, that was, that was
2: brilliant. Um, <laughs> it's amazing that. Oh, um, it's one of those iconic things. It was all, aye. back when Soccer AM was good. They aye. used to play it all the time. <laughs> it was
0: constantly on it, wasn't it? It was brilliant. But, they get back into the Premier League, McCall held his own in the Premier League against guys like, you know, amazing players at the time, like Paul Scholes and stuff, and like he was playing against them at a, a ripe old age, I like think 33, 34, probably older than that. Um, Done a few seasons at Bradford. Bradford suffered a bit of financial troubles, got relegated down, and then he went to Sheffield United and had a reasonably successful career there. They got promoted, I think they got promoted the year that he chucked it. Um, And then he went on to manage a few teams and stuff like that. But he also... um. 40 Scotland caps and One goal like you, you mentioned so, the, yeah, That's uh, alright mate that um, Go against Sweden So um, McCall was just He was he was My favourite player Growing up um, Always liked him Used to go down and see him a few times At Bradford um, Playing away Joe take me down A few times To see, see him aye. Um, And you know You used you to know What it was like The night when we met him When I went my, aye. my, my, my
1: the hero top sign aye. Aye.
2: For top. Aye. Total fan girl I was wasn't I? I was nearly green. you
1: You're my hero <laughs>
2: He's just one of these guys that just gave you everything, 100% every game and he was a tackler you need players like that in the team. Yeah. But he was actually you know he wasn't just that he was actually quite a good passer he's that kind of almost he needs one of these guys you need in the team who will win the ball and move it on to the more skillful player. Yeah. But You've got, to, you've got to have players like that in the team. Not everybody can be Brian Loudrop. Yeah.
1: No, it does the kind of, what McCrory does in big games. know nah. what he's been doing in big games lately. Yeah. um, Aye, win the ball, pass it forward to the skillful guys and let them go and, you know, cause trouble to teams. It's like, it was like the way that Smith was playing at the time. It's like the formation that we are playing
0: now where we had McCall and Ferguson almost sitting, but Ferguson was also a bit more offensive than what McCall was. And then we Gaza just in front of them, mm-hmm. So we had day three in the middle of the park, whereas now we've got McCrory... And Jack, we are field just above them, you know, so it was sort of similar from you know similar formation in the way that they, they sort of the three played. In the yeah. You know, we had we had sort of that for a while playing like that and then Aye,
1: it's almost three different roles, yeah. kind
0: of like one do. Aye. You but, know, but, uh, having him beside Ferguson was brilliant, I thought they were great mid, two great
2: centre midfielders. The 92-93 season, which just was probably the best. I think if we all would have think Aye. about it, it's probably the best Rangers side that you can think of. Yeah. Ferguson McCall pretty much played every week in that central and you'd have Mikhailachenko or Hustra playing as the winger in the way that Smith likes to play. Trevor Stevens. Aye. But we'd have a winger on the right or the left and one would tuck in. So you'd have Trevor Stevens, Trevor Stevens playing as that kind of essentially the right sided midfielder, but he would tuck in and make the three, but you needed McCall and Ferguson in there to win the ball back. Yeah. And pass it on to these guys. Aye, no, aye. definitely. Well, but you what's your opinion you now? I know, I no,
1: but you know, I have got a lot of time for my call. Aye. Aye. I sort of play like that's when I've played centre mid, that's what I was, you know, just flying to tackles, no no caring, man, and then just get the ball and pass it on. Like, yeah. He's played football with me, you know, I'm just a wee kinda <laughs> runabout mad and kick folk kinda <laughs> I like aye, I one of them, you know, like that was obviously fives is different, but I like, been played competitive 11, so I just have you yeah. bulltalk in the middle of the park, like I love that. Aye. And quality, cool. it's good fun.
0: I've i've always liked many signs for rangers I, you know fr- from there I always had a sort of soft from there and i just sort of grew into a proper manhood you do like gingers i do <laughs> i'd fair i do <laughs> english gingers yeah, i do i, I don't
2: exactly <laughs> <laughs> i think there's a part pattern
0: here
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, I, like you say i mean i think if in general if you as a fan base i think see if you just like put everything on the line and just fly at the tackles and then i die hard and fight for the fight for the jersey and are the winner that's half a battle, that mentality will win you fans at Ibrox, do you know what I mean? Yeah. The fans will love you, even if you're not the, the best player in the world, you know, kind of thing. It's like, nothing like, I mean, McCall was a decent player as well, but, you know, that, that stuff, I think, is, is massive it's for a, right, a fan. It's that,
2: right, it's mean, you've, I've heard other people say that if you compare and contrast what somebody likes as a Rangers player compared to our friends over on the, the east side of the city, they make themselves out as if they're the f- fucking Harlem Globetrotters and they like you know wave after wave of attacks and the players that they idolise are guys like De and or them which let's be honest great players but at Rangers we like a more we do like a more pragmatic style of football we like our players to give us the blood, sweat and tears and guys like McCall we're talking about McCrory these days they're the guys that endear themselves to fans because they just leave it all out there and that they and, you know, you've got to have that steel Aye. in the in the team. Yeah. Can it just all be...
1: I think as a minimum for a Rangers fan, the players should play like we would as fans. Yeah. You know, that, that's the mentality we're looking for. That's the starting point. See, if you get that, that's the minimum. You need to play like you're one of us. And then, you know, obviously, hopefully we have talent and that stuff shines. But you need to at least have that.
2: That's a thing that's probably the more recent Rangers and Rangers incarnations that we've had that the teams recently haven't had that heart. Yes Yes I haven't and had that 100% That when they were under the coach That they needed to They would be able to Dig a game out and You look at again as old Codgers here Talking about 92-93 That team Could fight you And then would you would fight you And then they would Play you off the park Or they could If you, if you wanted a game of football They would say Right okay aye, well, aye. we'll still get better players than you So we'll uh,
1: no, I know I And I think a compliment to pay McCall see if you had somebody like him last season mm-hmm. when we were the top goal scorers in the league and he win us scoring for fun Morelos was doing buying him with the goals Tav and Candace plenty of goals and assists and all that stuff see if you had somebody like him in the middle of the park I'm not saying it would have been that much different but I don't think we would have been getting beat 5-0 and 4-0 after Celtic no, and all that no. kind of stuff the 3-2 at Ibrox we don't go ahead twice and chuck that He's one of the guys that just takes the the game by the scruff of the neck and says, Right, let's calm it in for ten minutes, we're ahead here. Let's see it out to half time Yeah. see the next stupid second goal. Stuff like that where that type of player is something that we've been missing for a while. Aye. Um if you know, in that position, everything a Stuart McCall is something that we've we've been missing, I think, big time in recent recent times.
2: I mean we've mentioned McCrory a couple of times that he could be that player. He's Aye. obviously still raw, but Yeah. McGerrard likes to call him the enforcer he was calling Koulibaly that at the start of the season when Koulibaly was still playing the two games that he had that was decent aye. <laughs> when we he's, he's a his brother turned up after <laughs> of national duty but aye, aye. McCrory could if he keeps going the way he's going he could mould himself into that kind of player for however however long he wants to be at Rangers Yeah. Um, if he keeps going the way he's going he probably leaves us for a Premiership team in three or four years' time If he keeps developing the way he's going Aye. But Aye McGerrard's already earmarked him as a future captain And that's probably not too far away For Aye. somebody like McCrory Definitely In the mould of somebody like Stuart McCall As you say Played every every number at least Aye um, He right, probably captained the team a he few did, times He did, he captained the team a few times And he could also He could also Make into a right-back I think he Aye played right-back right back like or two played right-back a couple of times I just remember him wearing number two Aye, Aye even though he was playing the midfield and it's yeah. that thing where the 1-11 was just it was, as you said it's just yeah, as long as you were on the park aye. Aye, you didn't no, care I, what number you were on your back exactly idea. and I don't think
0: he really cared but that was one of the stats he had for one of the seasons as well let's not forget he had, he's, he's still currently you know he's got he's had a no bad managerial career oh. and sort of I was going to ask lower, you league the,
1: did, how did you feel when he got the, that temporary Angels job just because falling on for, McCoy's had just been a complete disaster and um,
0: it was it was a very, you know, that was that was probably the lowest point that we had probably had as a Rangers. You know, obviously when we get to like delegating and stuff like that, but on I field. Think, yeah, I think on Aye. field we were an absolute mess. And you know it was a thankless task that, that McCall got when he came in, and I think he had done, all right. He didn't do great, but he done he done reasonable. We you know we sort of showed up. He brought in a few young. He got rid of, first thing he done was get rid of Black, and he brought in Andy Murdoch and played Andy yeah. Murdoch in the centre of the park. You know when he was he was like he was a breath of fresh air for those last few games because, you know it was something he was he was trying whereas you had guys like fucking Ian Black I think we all know what we think about Ian Black mm-hmm. coming in you know it was a pretty
2: thankless task. Because at the that point of the season really, as you say it's a thankless task? We end up third. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've got to play Queen of the South, Hibs, Hibs. and then Motherwell. Yeah. In the playoffs. and he dispatches Queen of the South and Hibs. Not easily, but we get through. Yeah. Easier than I thought. I mean,
1: I wasn't sure about either of those guys.
2: If that's McCoy, Sturck, clipboard Kenny in the dugout, we don't No, we don't, get, we by don't get by Queen of the South, no. probably. No. To be fair to
1: Kenny, man, he didn't want to be there at all. No. Like somebody says to him, you're the new guy,
2: and he was like, no, no, please no. He was a, was a hostage situation. The thing is, you look at, if McCall then wins the playoff against Motherwell, does he get the job ahead of Warburton? Aye. I think Warburton was, was already a done deal. But we don't know, for certain. Aye, I but, One of the things that I remember was McCall was
0: McCall was planning for the season ahead like he Ah, he mentioned that he was wanting to sign Danny Wilson back you know at that time that we met him and stuff like that so he had he had plans in place to sort of Ah, stay on when he when he didn't Um, but but, uh, I think he's
1: how did you feel also when you got the news Like,
0: I, I see, see, see like personally you... for me when my hero get named the, the Rangers I was, I was delighted I oh, was delighted I, for him I, I, um, even
1: though you knew it was like you say it was a poison challenge.
0: I, I, I was I was delighted to say that you know like my hero was played and managed, managed Rangers you, you know have yeah. to lock yourself away in a room I some did uh, and I, some hand lotion yeah you know? I, did, I told uh, one big arm. I told, uh, <laughs> I, told, uh, I told the waiter on my <laughs> own for 45 minutes just <laughs> 45 a, minutes just had a party Mm-hmm. Um, aye, but like I said, he he managed Bradford for he managed Bradford twice. Right. He had done had a successful stint at Motherwell. Um, obviously keeping the Rangers and now he's managing Scunthorpe But they seem to be doing alright. Yes, they're sort of coming, coming back now. And he's obviously got um Jack Anik there as the goalie. So using his Rangers connections to try and help them out for a, Get for a goalkeeper. Aye, aye. Um. So, that's pretty much you know all we can sort of see on the man without hitting an erection um, <laughs> well for you yeah anyway. for me anyway um, right if I had to ask you ask you another quick question who would be your second choice oh, favourite just quickly just just
1: give me a name Colfrout you look ready
2: no somebody like you're along the lines of a Brian Loudrop or a Paul Gascoigne maybe again you you know that whole as we've said that was me growing up probably that time when you're that age my early teens and that that you, you totally idolise everything that happens with Rangers. Yeah, so yeah. you look at Loudrop and Gascoigne, as you remember, I was on. As you may remember, I was on the Scotland today when Gascoigne <laughs> signed. With a squeaky voice going, if he's half as good as Loudrop, we've we'll, we'll got a good player. <laughs> and in my in my in my purple Rangers. <laughs> My purple Rangers third kit that we got, the European kit that we got to use. If you still had that, it'd be worth a fortune, mate. What? That purple. P- top. I know. I know.
1: You've got a version.
2: Aye, Aye a Belter. <laughs> <laughs> but you look at those. Those two guys are rightly, you know, idolised by a lot of players. And right, in, in, yeah. yeah. No, Lloyd Gazza Gaza. No, Lloyd Dropper Gaza. Aye. Right, you guys go, and I'll have a think. Who would be uv I don't know. Um, no,
1: Lloyd Gazza
0: Gaza. Aye, because I think that's everybody's choice. Golf. Golf. Going to going, as a fair yeah. Golf was coming into my mind as well.
2: Mine would be Haitley. Aye, ah, a great shoot. If you look at modern, more modern players, somebody like Nacho Novo <clears throat> isn't the best player. I don't know why anybody would. But again, we we're talking earlier about players that score important goals. I mean,
1: He
2: yeah. scored winners in cup finals. He scored that pe- the penalty in Fiorentina. He's, Aye, you know, amazing goal. Just somebody that just seemed to just. Make the most of what he had. Uh, again, we're say, we're saying that we like to see the players that, that make the most of you know their opportunity to play for us. Aye. You know, a, a do at least Of what a fan would do. Yeah. Something like Novo probably comes into a a discussion because, again. I mean, that goal he scored he against... He did it, he's Fall a cup. Hall of
1: Famer. Aye, the full cup goal. Aye. And, like you said, the penalty in Fiorentina. Like, the guys, that he has got to be a of Hall of Famer, think, right? Well,
0: all the guys that we've, we've spoke about today and just mentioned, they're all Hall of Famers. Every single one of them's in the Rangers Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've done all right. <laughs> aye, aye, we've done aye. all right we for a decent player. No, we have. We have. To be fair, it's an easy job when you're playing yeah, Rangers players. Yeah, as like they, they're 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 the try worst pick. ones next week, go well, me, try to pick it? our banter years, one to 11, that was difficult. Well, it wasn't really, it wasn't really, but it was difficult trying to talk to them, trying to talk about them for that long. Uh, <laughs> swearing just to them,
1: like so. yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's
0: what we try to do, but we want to lead to what
1: well, I think. If we just go back to the three that we picked so McCall McCoist, and David Cooper, a total cost of 1.48 million for the freedom. of No bad, is it? No bad, crazy, isn't it? You couldn't mm. get a house for that these days and you've got yeah. these, these three guys and think what they've delivered. Aye. The I mean,
0: trophy's all between them. One and a
1: half million for the three of them. And McCall, and
0: McCall was 1.2 of that. Aye. So if Well, definitely
2: about, f- either, obviously, and all that, but... Aye. Aye. Because when McCoy signs for 185,000 back in 1982, 83, that's probably a decent wedge then, aye. if you take it to today's prices. But it's still... Cooper was 100 grand in aye. 77. That was probably no bad money for a local player. Aye. Yeah. But still,
1: you know, like... Even if you were to extrapolate that up into, you know, what would that be today? I think that's still free bargains. Aye. Definitely. By the day's prices, totally. No, I
0: no, and, just... and how long we had them for, you know, the period that we aye. had them for as well, it was, aye. Aye, all
1: ridiculously successful players for Yep. Or the trophies, like or the longevity, Um. oh, I would have been, aye, definitely. Aye. Free, free bargains, whatever contract yeah, you put in. definitely. One so
2: just last thing on my call that's just sprung back to mind. The tip failed 10 a row season um, Smith decides to stick With McCall Rather than sign Paul Lambert Aye and Lambert goes to Celtic Lambert uh, By blue common nose. By common Knowledge is, It was actually A big blue nose And Aye. now look at him Aye He's, He's Martin O'Neill Scott Brown's dad Aye He's Martin O'Neill's clone Re-Neil's Love child isn't he But just think Could that have Changed that season Lambert's A European Cup winner At that stage Sorry Aye. I'm not yeah, No no counten- no at all McCall he was that's a tough. great player for us but was he rage rage <laughs> was, he, was, he, <laughs> was, he, was he coming to the end of his gift at that yeah, stage yeah I mean I, that's a fair point that is, that you've is, a guy that's coming in for Germany as a, a European Cup winner
1: I think you could if you you could you could come up with a couple of what ifs it's like well what if we played Barry Ferguson when you look at what happened to him yeah. the next season yeah, when he came course. in you don't need to sign Paul Lambert right Yeah. What? aye
0: Aye, exactly. Cheers for just pissing in my chips. Sorry, out. mate. Sorry. <laughs> I, just, <if laughs> I, I meant to mention three boys would be a, a
1: pinball machine. I'm aye. Right? <laughs> we not so really aye,
0: aye, <laughs> a... aye, guys. So that's. I think that's pretty much a good time to call it. Um, you know, it's been a really good discussion. Um, all I can do is, as always, thanks, my good mate Keith. Again, thanks very much, buddy. Cheers, mate. Another good one. Aye, and thank you to Mister Toner for coming along and joining us tonight. No, thanks for inviting
2: me. Um, hopefully. You'll invite me back in the future. No, I don't um, know after that Paul Lambert comment. <laughs> <laughs> and and asking us to do McCoyst as well. Paul Lambert's teeth. <laughs> and I can where start. A minute, a minute silence for Paul Lambert's <laughs>
0: teeth. So all these may say is just thanks very much for listening, guys. And we'll be back next week as well. And so as always, cheers. Cheers. Thank cheers.